0: Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Welcome to our program. We're very excited to be starting a new series. Trusting God's Way. And in this series we have a new guest.
1: Hello. <laughs> Please say your full name. Hi, my name is Maciel Davila Ferrer, and she's a pastor from Canada. We're very
0: excited to have you. I'm
1: super excited to be here. Thank you so much.
0: And we're going to be doing the whole series with her, and this the series Trusting God's Way will be focused on the books of Joshua and Judges. Yes. These are interesting books. Absolutely. And they help us go from Moses to David. This is what is in the middle of that. And And we are going to do a whole series on these two books, but we're going to start a little bit earlier than that today in our program in the Book of Numbers. Where Joshua makes his first
1: appearance exactly. in his exciting spying yeah. mission.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, and we're going to start with a concept. Um, which side of reality do we empower? You remember that the two spies gave a good report. And Excellent report. <laughs>
1: the others were too scared. They, they wanted to admit defeat right away. Right away. Yeah.
0: So I, I, I remember a story from my childhood. <laughs> you know, one day uh, I was a little girl and we got stuck in the mud. I don't know if you guys had mud in, in Canada. <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) when you were a kid. We get stuck in snow a lot, though. Oh, yes. No, that's
0: true. That's true. This was in the mud in the middle of the country in Argentina. And I remember not knowing what to do. My parents, we couldn't get out of the Mm -hmm. mud, right? So I remember my cousin and I getting our swimsuits on and we started playing with the mud and sliding in the mud and... Is one of my best memories from childhood. You made a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I keep thinking, you know, as an adult, if I would learn to do yes, that, you know, when I'm stuck in mind. the mud and say, okay, what can we do? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is something that's going to uh, be very evident in this story of the spies, you know, that we actually get to choose which side of reality we empower. And we
1: want to, you know, empower faith instead of sight. Right, it's no question that they have a big task ahead of them, so fear is something that we kind of kick back into. It's an easy place to go, but not Mm -hmm. when God is having everything (laughs) and well in hand. That's
0: why we call this series Trusting God's Way because what we see and God's way sometimes are not the same, and we got to choose which side we're going to empower, right? Trust that He has a bigger perspective. Exactly, exactly. So Numbers chapter 13 is where Joshua shows up. And many people do not know that this was not his original name, that this was a name that actually was given to him by Moses. And so in chapter 13, uh, verse, uh, let's go
1: verse 8. Do you want to read uh, numbers 13, 8. Sure. You're going to catch that. I don't know how to pronounce it. From the That's tribe like, of Ephraim, Hosh, Hoshia, yeah. son of Nun. So here we
0: have a, a, a different name, you know, Hoshia or Hoshia. And we're like, who's that? So so verse 16 says, these are the names of the men who Moses sent to spy out the land. But Moses called Hoshia, the son of Nun, Joshua, so, Joshua. so here new we, name, yeah, new name. So here, one of the twelve spies will have a new name just from the beginning, and I think it's very important because the name Joshua in the Greek is Tell actually us preacher. yes, yes, and it's actually the name Jesus, Yeshua is the name of Jesus. Yes. So it's yes, the same name. So, absolutely. And I think it's, it's a theological important topic that Joshua will be the one to
1: bring the people into the promise. Into the promised land, seeing the promises completed.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah and I think it actually is a foreshadow, is it's, it's, it's a symbol of mm-hmm. what Christ would do, bringing us to the yeah. promised land. So Moses, the law giver, get, get us to the edge of the promised <laughs> land, and actually Jesus gets us into the promised we land. We need
1: grace to get into the promised exactly, land. Exactly.
0: That is the point. So. When they go to uh, do the report, it says on um, verse 21 that they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin. And verse 22: when they had gone up into the Negev, they came to Hebron and they found there giants. So that was
1: their problem. They saw giants and they were real. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I would be scared. I have to admit, you're expecting just seeing regular people, but then you see yeah. your lofty yeah, enemies, exactly. I guess. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and they spent 40 days as verse 20 verse 25 says they spent 40 days spying. And 40 days is a very interesting, you know, period of time that in the Bible shows up when it's kind of like a period that God gives as a test if people will Uh, actually uh, have faith in him or not. Yeah, we see it in the life of Elijah and Jesus, Moses as well. Yeah, we have many things that happen 40 days and uh, here we have another 40 days. So when they come back, they uh, come back with some of the things that they brought from the Promised Land, and it was true. It was a, a, a beautiful land that had figs and grapes and pomegranates and all kinds of things. Uh, if you have time, read the whole chapter in your in your Bible.
1: As a kid, I loved the idea of a grape so big it took like a, <laughs> two people to carry. Yeah, like do you eat it like an apple? Yeah, very exactly. Exciting. And that's what it says here that they brought between two people.
0: They brought some, you know, some grapes and and so everybody's like, "Wow, we we yeah. should take." possession of it but here's the report verse 31 why don't you go
1: ahead and read it for us but the men who had gone up with him said we can't attack those people they're stronger than we are yeah keep going Sure. Verse 32, and they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw were of a great size.
0: And then after that, they they say, we saw the Nephilim, which are, you know, the sons of Anak. And they're like, we are grasshoppers in their sight, you know. (laughs) So it's interesting for me how this... Uh, unbelief versus belief, uh, reinforcing loop happens. Absolutely, the ten mm-hmm. of them that are, you know, in unbelief. They start focusing on what's bad, and it gets bigger and bigger for them. Yeah. Has that
1: ever happened to you? Absolutely. You look at a you look at a, a trial coming up, and you just you, you feel small and so scared. Like yeah. they went from giants to grasshoppers, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they yeah. were safe for forty days. Yeah, they probably yeah. enjoyed themselves too. But now the reality has changed. Plus, well, God had already promised yes. that the victory was assured. I- over and over and over again, he's making yeah. his promise. And, and,
0: you can, and you can read, uh, you know, that they, after they say, well, we're like grasshoppers, they start distorting, they wish they were dead. They say, we, we, we uh, verse 2 of chapter 14 of Numbers says, well, if we would have died in Egypt, uh, at least— We would have died at least in the wilderness. We wouldn't be in this position. Wouldn't that be better than (laughs) walking
1: into this promise that God has assured us of? See,
0: for me, the fact that there's a reinforcing loop that happens both on the negative and on the positive is a very important thing to learn here. Mm -hmm. Because the unbelief, and I'm going to give you the reinforcing loop on the negative side that they went through. First, they focused on the wrong thing, right? Mm -hmm. They they didn't focus on the power of God to do this, right? No, they focused on what was wrong. Then they started to distort reality, you Mm -hmm. know, with this grasshopper. Or thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they wish they were dead. And then
1: they started blaming God. Then they decided to leave God. And then they talked about murdering Moses. I mean, look how it grew. Just so catastrophic. And there's so much of a personal application for us. We think of our sins and our smallness and how God could never save us. That's a reinforcing loop that yeah. we fall into. Absolutely, that yeah. we, we fall into instead of focusing on the very thing they should have.
0: Yeah, which was the faith in, in God's word and yeah. God's power and God's ability to yes. do this, right? I mean, we always have a choice to choose faith. Over fear, and when we decide, okay, we're going to trust God's way. What we're saying is, we're going to trust His
1: viewpoint, yep. His power, His resources, yep. not ours, right? And it's okay for us to feel like we can't possibly do this. That's yes. the point entirely. Exactly. That's why He is God and makes all the provisions. That he exactly. Needs to. And so we see that in the other two. So the ten of them,
0: ten spies that we don't even know all or remember. We know them, but we don't remember their names. Yep. You know, they they focused on the negative part. Yep. But there were two of them that focused on the positive part. Yes, yes. And their Tell names us about them. and their names Joshua were Joshua and Caleb. See, we know those two names because they decided to choose faith over fear, they right? Totally stood out. And, and it's interesting because they focused different. When the report, the bad reports, was given, uh, you know, these these were the dissenting voices.
1: Uh, let's read chapter fourteen, verses six and seven, maybe. Sure. It says, Joshua, son of Noon, and Caleb, son of Jeph Yeah,
0: that's okay. Jeff (laughs) and Ed, sorry. Uh
1: (laughs) Who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes, and they said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into the land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and it will give it to us. Yes, they they start focusing on the fact that, yeah, it's true, there's giants, but it doesn't matter because our God is
0: bigger, you know? (laughs) Absolutely.
1: I love that he throws the word in pleased there, like... We know that he's pleased with us. God can do this for us. He wants to do this for us.
0: Exactly. And then they say, verse 9... Do not rebel against the Lord. Do not fear the people of the land, for they will be our prey. Look how they turn things around. Their protection has been removed from them. And the Lord
1: is with us. Do not fear them. And the rebellion here, it begins, but it's talking about fear. How interesting to tie that idea together, that when we're rebelling against God, we're choosing fear instead of trust.
0: Yeah. So that we always say we have the choice to choose faith over fear. And that is our choice. But we don't do it out of... In a vacuum. We
1: do mm-hmm. it from the word of the Lord that has assured us something already, right? Absolutely. The promises he's made in the past and kept and will continue yes. to do so in the future. And this is very important for salvation
0: because, as you said before, we can focus on our sins, everything that's going wrong, the fact that I'm never going to make it. And God is saying, don't don't look at yourself. Mm, look at me. Look I... at the cross. Look at what I have accomplished. It's what I you. do.
1: It's what I've been doing. It's yeah. what I'll continue to do.
0: Exactly. And the reinforcing loop of faith also works. See the negative one works. So does the positive. Absolutely, <laughs> one, right? the good news. Exactly. So they started focusing on the Lord's power. Then they said the the, the land is exceedingly good. When, why would we miss this? Right. Yes. Yes. And then they said it's God's power. We have a positive outcome. And then they, he said they said God's presence is with us. Don't fear. Be assured. So they're reinforcing the
1: other side. Yeah. So we get to choose that every day. You know, what a choice to make. And, and it's 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 hard or easy. We can make our neutral choosing faith continually yeah. because I think that puts us in a better place, in a better place of who we are and our relationship with God. Yes. And trusting what he has accomplished
0: versus what we can accomplish. Yes, right. Yes. And it's interesting because Israel chose to focus on unbelief. And that only two people, the two spies were saying, no, 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 don't choose that. And one of the wisest um, counsels I ever received, actually, I was in ministry already, was that which we give energy to, we empower. The fact that we can get up and say, "Okay, what am I going to empower this? And and I'm preaching to myself today.
1: Mm -hmm. Preach to me, too. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, I need to, to make that decision every morning. That And in particular in ministry or the the things that we go through every day, am I going to empower good? Am I going to give good? Am I going to trust God? All of these things, those take conscious choices.
0: Yes, both for our daily
1: lives. And for
0: our salvation, for our ultimate reality of salvation, right? Both are true. What am I going to empower, you know? Am I
1: going to live as if I'm already saved and trust that that God's making that provision?
0: Exactly. So when we face the giants in our lives, whether it's a bad lab report, a situation, a relationship, any number of things— We have to decide, okay, so which side am I going to empower, right? And when it comes to our salvation, absolutely. Which side am I going to—God's Word or my view of it, right? And my fear and how small that is in comparison to Him. Exactly. So today we want to challenge you to trust God's way uh, to salvation, to the promised land, and God's way in your own life every day, choosing faith over fear. Because Joshua's name, remember? It's Jesus' name, right?
1: Jesus' name, and he sets us free. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and and the name is Yahweh saves, the Lord saves. And that's why the the name change was so important, because Moses said, you're not going to be called this anymore. You're going to have a, a new name, and that is the Lord saves. So salvation is by faith. God can do it. He has done it at the cross. So we focus on that part. And I want to finish by reminding us, um, Hebrews, the, the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1 says that faith is is remembering that, that we have an assurance of things that we're hoping for and conviction of what we do not see. We don't
1: see it. We just come to believe it, right? And would you like to read for us uh, chapter 12, uh, verse 2? Yes, absolutely. So let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. There you go. Fix your eyes on Jesus and
0: choose faith
1: over fear.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's
1: Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute. And follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.